Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 185 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Hello. I have a cold. Mm, I can't tell. I I hate it. Mm. How how long have you had it? Since Monday. So. I hate. I've always said this. I would rather be violently ill than have a cold. See, like the cold doesn't. I just hate the first day of the cold for me because I always have a sore throat. Then after that, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I would love to have a sore throat right now. What? Yeah, being congested is like hell. No, there there are tricks to do deal with that. The the there are not. There are no tricks. The sore throat. I just am swallowing every five seconds, reminding myself my throat hurts because I'm. Oh, that's well. That the trick is to not do that. Well, I'm an idiot. So have have honey. No, I'm an idiot, and I hyper focus on it. So like, it's a bad combination. So. No, yeah, I like can't breathe in my sleep anyways Mm because I have sleep apnea, and so with the, it's just like suffocating to death at night mm. see like but like i see i have tricks like i take showers and sometimes like i'll take like vix and i'll put that in like a pot and then i'll just stand over like the the, the pot of hot water with the vix in it and that'll clear your sinuses up yeah if that cleared my sinuses up for more than five minutes i would do that mm. but it does not so uh spicy food helps spicy food is all right but yeah most of the things that you do do not truly get rid of it for me for more than a couple minutes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. other than taking sudafed which i actually i'm not like super stuffed up right now it just sounds like it i don't know why it sounds like it really bad right now but <clears throat> i did have a moment this week where i was like oh no i think i might be catching something because i felt something weird in my throat uh, as it turns out, I just didn't drink anything for a long time. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was like Sunday night. I was like, "Oh, my throat kind of hurts. Yeah, that yeah. sucks." And then Monday, I was like, "Oh, I also for sure have a fever <laughs> now." And then on Tuesday, I was like, "I wish I was dead." <laughs> uh, and then every day since then, I've just been congested. <laughs> so. It's not my favorite, but yeah. we're at the tail end here. We're going to get through it. Are you at the point where it sounds worse than you feel? Yes, for sure. Like today, I actually don't feel that bad. Right. It's just and also the Sudafed is very working very well today. So it's more like I can breathe out of my nose. It just still sounds like I have like a lot of head congestion. So did you just not work at all this week? No, I did. I worked um, yesterday and today. Oh, okay. <clears throat> two days you know because like we hit got hit with that snowstorm where we got like a foot of snow and then uh rain and then it wiped out like half of our county yeah so uh, the power did a lot of yeah like four hundred twenty thousand people mm-hmm. didn't have power or some crazy shit um and we were scheduled to not get power back until today originally and Mm. then they changed it to saturday but then it came back on wednesday so at like four o'clock in the afternoon yeah that's probably around the same time conklin like where i i live got power yeah um boy i drove back from my girlfriend's house and had just a hell of a time Mm. existing after that because 
I was like, oh, it's before 11. I could go for some Taco Bell breakfast. I waited in the line for 10 minutes to get up to the window for them to say, we just aren't doing breakfast today. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I went to Burger King Mm. and I was about to get trapped in the line. And then I realized that the car, no car had moved at all for 10 minutes. And then I booted up the McDonald's app on my phone and I ordered the stuff to pick up inside. I drove next door to McDonald's. I parked in a parking spot. I went inside. I waited a really long time because there were a lot of cars and stuff. Cause obviously no one had power, but McDonald's did. And they're trying to get, Oh, were you back in Binghamton when this happened? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And so then I finally get my fucking food after waiting like 40 minutes through this giant fiasco. And then the drive through line was so long, it wrapped around the building and I was trapped in the parking lot. <laughs> to get out. Why? And so I had to wait a weird amount of time. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Why didn't you just stop at one of the places on the way? Well, because I wasn't ready then. And then I didn't to eat and I didn't fucking think about how I was going to be trapped Mm. in a hellscape. And then I was like, I have to buy Kleenexes, NyQuil and DayQuil. Mm. And I tried to go to the store by my house. Oops, there's no power. It's all fucked up. And so then I had to go back across town to go to the other store. And And then I came home and I was like, wow, now I get to live as the Amish do. Mm. And there was no power, and I slept until the power came back on. Oh, oh, so, okay. So you were you? I was thinking you like just stayed up there, and then we're like, I, the power's back, so I'll drive back now. So you were no. just, okay. Yes. See, I just went up to my uncle's house, uh, who had mm. power. So I just, I just kind of stayed there for like, and I didn't have to work for a couple of days, which was sweet. Yeah, my mom's house didn't have power either. Mm. So your girlfriend's did. Yes, but that's also weird because where she lives is usually it's like right on the snow belt. Right, right. And so normally they get hit with tons of snow. There's fucking nothing. Hey. Uh, and it rained. Last year, Binghamton won the snow award for upstate New York. So we had more snow than like Buffalo, Syracuse, Rochester, all of them. So we. we well, that sucks. We were winners last year. So. Yeah. And we were winners earlier this week. We were. There was an electrical fire at the mm-hmm. transistor near my house. Also, it's going to be 80 degrees on Sunday. Yeah, great. <laughs> that's what. That's why it's so weird. Like, I was driving home today, and I was like, this is surreal. Mm-hmm. Was this week real mm-hmm. life? Because, like, it's, like, 60, and it's, like, really sunny and nice out. And, like, you can't tell that it snowed over a foot. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell at all. No, no, the snow's gone now. It just, it makes no sense. Like we, it's so bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I did, I didn't really, I wasn't able to play much sure. of anything this week or really do anything, which is, I say it's like a fever dream. I did have a fever for several days, so it could be, could you know. be. see, I don't really get fevers, mm. but I get like the sinus infection. So like, I, like I'm just congested, like all like crazy congested. Yeah. And then that lasts like two weeks. Yeah. yeah that's- I'm really banking on this going away mm. soon. Or I will die. Mm. Just just drink some ginger ale and you'll be fine. Yeah, that'll fix it. Yep. Um, but with that, there was a lot of news this week was. that was for me. They said this is Manny's time to have video games. 
Yeah. Uh, and I got pissed off immediately about it because Digimon Survive has been delayed for years. Years, Matt. It is like Final Fantasy Tactics, a grid-based strategy game where you have Digimans. Should have been out like three, four years ago. And they said, hey, it's finally coming out July 29th of this year. And that's great. I would love to play it on July 29th. <laughs> Can't wait. But then Nintendo's over here and they're like, hey, here's a trailer for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I labeled this as 2. That's wrong. Uh, and they said it comes out July 29th which is the same day as this fucking game that has been in development hell for years. How could they do this to themselves? The people who like Digimon survive and like Xenoblade Chronicles 3, the overlap is like 100%. Mm. Fucking Namco Bandai. Ugh. Didn't they announce it right around the same time, though? Mm, no, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was a surprise announcement like two months ago. Well, no, no, I mean like announced that it got moved up. Like specifically, like, like the the release dates got announced, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like the same day. That's what I thought, basically. Well, so the Digimon Survive, it was like it <laughs> leaked from a Japanese magazine that it was coming out in Japan on July twenty eighth, mm. uh, and then some sources corroborated that it comes out here the day after, which is the equivalent of the day before in Japan or whatever. So. That's weird. I am excited to play that. I'm excited to play Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I believe uh, Monster Hunter Sunbreak might also come out that same time. So that sucks. Yeah. that's yeah. All the Japanese I think, games. I think it is. Oh, no. I don't, no one knows when Sunbreak's coming out. Mm. No, June 30th, different time. Different month. Yeah, that's a month before. Um, and so I will Digimon survive had no new info because the, how can there be? Because I don't know. It's a fucking turn-based strategy game. That's part visual novel, part turn-based strategy game. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles three though, looks fucking sick. And it was originally supposed to come out this winter, but they said, Oh no, no, your summer is getting filled with JRPG. And it is insane because the worlds of Xenoblade one and two have fused and now we are at Xenoblade Chronicles 3, so there are characters from the previous two. Uh, it is insane, and some of your party members like turn into robot things. And the battle system made me feel like I was very overwhelmed immediately. There were at least six characters in battle at once. Um, and it looks like insane things are going on, which the complexity of the battle system in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was already complex enough, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but... The character design, much better in Xenoblade 3 here um, because they all look the same. Whereas like Xenoblade Chronicles 2, they had like a lot of big titty anime ladies Ooh. that were all drawn by like 900 different artists. Whereas this is all more one homogenized style. So they look like they're from the same universe and game. But they all have big titties. No, actually, uh, most of them don't. Ugh. And I that's pretty good, actually. I like that. I bet there's a large percentage of people upset about that. Um, probably. I mean, the main character also looks like an anime femboy, so mm -hmm. I bet people are probably upset about that as well. But I think he looks cool. I actually think all the characters look cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it people are claiming that it seems more open than Xenoblade Chronicles Two, which to me is a scary thought because Xenoblade Chronicles Two ran like absolute dog shit in handheld mode uh, on the Switch. It looked like. I don't know. It's it's so bad looking in handheld mode. Like it's unrecognizable. It's insane. So, wait, so. the first one was Wii. 
The first one was a Wii game, yes. And the second one was a, was Switch? a Switch. I thought yes. there was something on the Wii U. That was Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh. And that is not in the series. That's different. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They'll never release that again, though, so it doesn't matter. We can just forget about that. <clears throat> sure. Uh, yeah, so these, the Xenoblade Chronicles 1, 2, and 3 all have an interconnected story in theory. 1 and 2, it did not seem like it until the last, like, 20 minutes of the game, and then you realize why, and it's, I don't know. It, this this game will be cool, in theory, and I love that for the localization, they continued to keep it British only. Uh, it makes it feel more fantastical to me, as someone who does not live in England, so. I like that. Um, so that's neat. And then today, Nintendo again just kind of like tweeted out like, hey, here's a Splatoon thing. And then it just at the end was the release date of September 9th, which I find to be hilarious because they were like Splatoon 3 is coming out this summer and September 9th still technically the summer, I guess. So, well, I mean, Xenoblade was supposed know? to be in September, so they pushed Xenoblade up and then Splatoon can slide into the September slot, right? Yeah, I guess. But I just think it's because people were like, that's not the summer. It was like, it is actually. So I, fuck you. I wonder if they did kind of just like swap those. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Splatoon needed a little more time just kind of with whatever. Yeah, of the two, I would think Xenoblade would need more time. But and one being a the, big the, open world. the huge open world JRPG and the other one being <clears throat> mostly the same. Yeah, I I don't want to be reductive on Splatoon, but like I watched that trailer and I was like, this just looks like more Splatoon. Yeah, the Splatoon 3 is weird because like it is going to have that like larger single player mode, but none of the stuff they've shown has focused on that at all. Well, the second one had like a campaign. It did, but this one seems like it has like a fully explorable world in like that desert area. So I don't they haven't really shown any of that. But I mean, let's be honest here. Splatoon is going to be a multiplayer shooter first and foremost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which, I mean, those are always going to be just like constantly updated and worked on and like new maps and whatever else. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're going to recycle maps like they did with the first two? I hope so. I mean, people like when they do that. Like just because you have maps that people know. Sure. but I mean, it depends if they do it like they did with Splatoon 2, where they were like slowly rolling out those old maps over time. Mm. It's just like, I just put them all in right at the start. Like, right. I don't... And I, their reasoning was like kind of sound where it was like um, they wanted people to be able to learn the maps. Well, if, but because like still people are just going to keep picking the old maps that they know. Because yeah. that game is just like it like every hour. It was just like you pick one of two maps, right? Yeah. So, like, I guess people would just keep picking the one they know, and like, you know, so it kind of makes sense to just roll it out over time. But I don't know. Like, if it's a good, good new map, people are gonna play it. So. Yeah. 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 Um, and I guess I will throw in a news story here because we're talking about Nintendo that I did not put on here, and it is that Nintendo is blowing up currently because of um, the contract worker who filed a grievance against them for. Uh, because they got fired after they mentioned unionizing in a meeting. Oh. Um, and this has blown up into like a whole huge thing now. There's like an article on Kotaku about how contractors are treated at Nintendo and many, many other things. Uh, and I don't I, I don't want to diminish this at all because it is bad, especially when you read the accounts in the Kotaku article. Um, but like... 
Nintendo responded and said that the, this person was actually fired because they broke NDA in a tweet, which apparently the tweet was not very serious breach of an NDA. And like most other people would have gotten a warning. So mm-hmm. it seemed like an excuse to fire him about the unionization thing. Um, but the accounts of the way that uh, contractors are treated uh, at nintendo like second class citizens and shit where like they're like not allowed to like linger in the mario cafe and they like have to work on like 11 month contracts and get like kind of fucked over but still have to work overtime and all this crazy shit um like that is that is what happens with all contractors and all right forms of this stuff and like that still sucks and i am glad that this is having light brought to it um yeah, so like I don't want to diminish that and say like oh this isn't that big a deal because it is, but it just like that that happens everywhere. Like that even happens with part time workers at like retail establishments and stuff. As someone who did that as a part timer and like that kind of stuff happens there as well. Corporate America just blows, right? So th- that kind of sucks. And I I do hope that Nintendo is kind of taken to task for this because it is the same kind of shit where like it- it's why people in the games industry are starting to unionize and should probably look towards unionization of certain things. Cause companies, if they can treat you like shit and use and abuse you for less than your worth, uh, they will do that usually. So, you know, right. I don't know. That sucks. And it is one of those. I, I think the other part of it too, is like Nintendo is seen as like the Disney of, video games which hey disney suck shit too but um in in that same kind of manner but like people seem to look at it like oh but like all their stuff is like fun and whimsical and it's like yeah but people still have to like put work into that and when those conditions suck it just you know sucks i yeah that's i unfortunately i think just video games as a in general oh yeah it's all bad it's as, as far as I understand, it's a young man's game. Like, like basically, once you've hit, like, 30s and, like, you have a wife and kids, you, you want to get out of the video games industry. So. Yeah, and I something about this article today really bummed me out more than usual, and it's because I feel like stuff like that has been coming out about developers and studios like at a much more rapid clip recently right where it's just like hey it turns out that the thing that you like actually sucks and like everyone is terrible and i recently that kind of thing has just been really bumming me out because it seems like it's happening a lot um and again we live in a hell world so like Mm -hmm. that that stuff happens but i do hope that with like accounts from actual people and it's weird because like nintendo seems to really be like retaliating against people for voicing their opinions or like speaking quote unquote out of turn in meetings and things the kotaku article is wild if anyone wants to read that they should because i i think it's an interesting read it's pretty long do you think those are just like the i'm not defending it at all the but like the japanese roots um no because it is like it it, nintendo hires the contractors through like a third-party american company Mm. it's yeah it's it's an interesting read and i there was some stuff in there where people were saying like they didn't think that nintendo of america really had any say in anything without japan and there they go into that a little bit where they think it might have some to do with the way like uh, Japanese work culture is so they're like trying to work the Americans that same way maybe right. but yeah I don't know it's 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 interesting for sure um, interesting in a bad way yeah. I guess but um, but in more positive news Sh- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge being made by .mu 
Uh, it does release this summer. So they will never give me, yeah, possibly September. They will never give me a release date for this product, which is I thought I was going to get because they announced that Limited Run Games is going to do a physical release, and they um, also said that the original 1987 cartoon voice actors voiced the Turtles um, and April and Shredder and uh, Splinter. So that's really cool. And they also released like 11 minutes of gameplay that I watched on IGN, I think. It was like the run through of two stages. And it looks very good for like a side-scrolling beat-em-up. And it really, as someone who like played a lot of Turtles in time in arcades and on the Super Nintendo, like it really is paying homage to that. Like the foot soldiers still blow up for no reason. Cause they're just humans. Right. Like why would they blow up? Uh, but they explode and like screws and shit come out. So maybe they make some weird thing where they're robots in this. Um, Krang's robots that attack you are very similar. They have similar sound effects when they grab the pizzas, they still say pizza time. <laughs> um, and, the first stage of turtles in time is called big apple 3 a.m. The second stage in this game was called big apple 3 p.m. And me, as someone who loves Turtles in Time, chuckled at their fun reference. Okay. Uh, so it, it looks very good, and I'm excited for them to release that. So uh, good on them. Maybe someday we will get a release date. This next one, man, I read this a thousand <laughs> times because I, I still do not understand what it means. Bloomberg, Jason Schreier... Sega is developing, quote, big budget reboots mm -hmm. of Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. Now, I, as a person who loved Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio, read that first part and I think, wow, why is it taking them so long mm -hmm. to do that? I've waited for this forever. But then you read the second part where they are trying to replicate the success of Fortnite. Now, can I by doing that? Can I throw a theory? Sure. Maybe they're not trying to replicate. Okay. Maybe by replicate like Fortnite, they're replicating the art style, like a more our cartoony art style. Cause like, sure. Which Jet Set Radio has a more cartoony. And so does crazy. Taxi. Art. So, so does crazy taxi. So like that's uh, like, I could see that being like Fortnite. So I can see that being like Fortnite, mm -hmm. but what I assume they want is like for them to be these, it's not going to make as much money as it's not going to make a 10. No, nothing, nothing will ever make it. No. no and it just is one of those things will. where it's like they, they want it to be like a games as a service thing that like takes off in a um, huge way. And crazy like taxi games as a service. That's what I'm saying. And jet set radio. Like, I don't even understand what the fuck that means. Like crazy taxi is something like I imagine something that like no more than five hours. Cause like other after that, like it's just a fun gimmick that's going to get old quickly. Yeah, and like I love Jet Set Radio, mm -hmm. but like Bomb Rush Cyberfunk is being made by Team Reptile, the people that made Lethal League, and like that just is Jet Set Radio, sure. basically. Um, and I'll get what I want out of that. But don't they, you they even have Hideki budget? Naganuma making music? Don't you want a big budget version of that though? Do I? I like that's <laughs> do I don't know. Like I, you know, I have no idea. It just is. I was just like to replicate the success of Fortnite. Like what the fuck? Who's sitting in a boardroom saying that? They're like, hmm, what franchises do we have? <laughs> the crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. Like, I, I guess. Like, I have no fucking clue what that means. I can't wait to see what these are. I don't think they will do well. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like what franchises like sega has that like 
I mean, like their Total War stuff does really well, just like quietly does very well for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they have Yakuza, which it's, I mean, that's getting cranked out. Like that yeah. studio's cranking out a game every year at this point. Yeah, and they they get away with releasing re-releases of Sonic, which I didn't have that on here, but Sonic Origins mm. is a collection of Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Sonic and & Knuckles that's coming out again. Uh, what do you mean again? They've re-released those games. <laughs> oh my fucking God. You can get them on everything. I guess the cool thing about that is it leaked that like there is an an- there are animated cutscenes that like play during them that i mean if the, the animated cutscene for the trailer was really good so if it's anything like that yeah but like if you're really big into sonic and then also trophies like you've probably been able to platinum like sonic one like 15 times uh, between the ps3 ps4 and i'm gonna tell you what sonic one sucks mm. sonic 2 is fine mm-hmm. and sonic 3 is good what if they're all not good no, Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 are like really good level design. I like them. Um, but yeah, I I what the fuck Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio? I don't know. I I will play a Crazy Taxi if it comes I, out. As will I. But like that like as I said, like in my mind I'm picturing like a $20 like, you know, a few like a $20 thing that's just fun for a few hours. The last Crazy Taxi thing Sega put out was an idle game on phones. Okay. So I played that, but it, you know, you don't do anything. It's an idle game. Yeah, that seems like it doesn't capture Crazy Taxi at all. No, but it had the characters. Hmm. I'm I'm trying to think. I think I had that on the GameCube. Uh, There was Crazy Taxi for GameCube. The Dreamcast was the main one outside of arcades originally. But I never had like any Sega. No, yeah. I mean, I also I had it on PC. I I think I I, I remember having Crazy Taxi and liking it. And I'm almost positive it was on the GameCube. Uh, At the college campus I work on for only a couple more days, there is a Crazy Taxi machine. Hmm. So that's cool. Mm. Uh, yeah oh. so that that was that was a weird one i was like man get the scoop jason schreier and all this weird that. shit and then when i read that i laughed really hard yeah i just was like okay sure um and then today uh gearbox tweeted out that there will be a new tales from the borderlands coming out this year in 2022 uh and it does not seem like telltale is involved uh from what i saw i didn't see telltale's name anywhere i only saw gearbox and 2k um and they said more info to come this summer so during the jeff Keeley summer games extravaganza there will be more of that i'm sure but you want more uh, people like those tales from the borderlands games i heard those are some of the best telltale things uh well it was just the one i mean well, yeah, but I mean the episodes. Yeah, that, that was, I would say, if I were to rank, I'd put them probably top four. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that that's cool. People like those. I think the Borderlands world is cool when it has good writing behind it. Uh, but that's never happened. It happened in Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it wasn't uh, Gearbox that did that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So we, I might not get what you know the same effect from this but i i hope they i i don't know that's cool you think it'll be like a continuation of that story maybe i don't see why not 
Well, I, I I don't know. I mean, I I mean they could have characters from Borderlands Three in it. Like, uh, well, one of the characters was in Borderlands Three from that Oakland is true. Borderlands, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of wondering what their plans are. <clears throat> yeah, Hopefully. yeah. We won't we won't know until the yeah, summer. I see, that's interesting that we're going to get this, and I think Wolf Among Us this year. Yeah, it is. But I mean, I guess it makes sense because this isn't Telltale, so. Right, right. But it's also weird that, like, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, and the last one I put on here is that Skate 4 is very real. Did you see the leaked beta footage of Skate 4? It, it looks like Skate. Mm-hmm. And th- it looks very early. And they said that they are trying to make it feel as fun as they can. And boy, is that the best thing I've ever heard. Because there's one thing I need from Skate 4. I need it to feel fucking sick. And uh, it looks solid. And they all the stuff that leaked about it and with the footage, um, it, yes, Skate 4. It's real. It's happening. We're here. It could be good. It looks like it probably will be. <sighs> Never thought we would see this day. I don't know. I mean, they announced that it was coming out. Like, I have no doubts. No, oh, but I had doubts that it would be good. Because that's what happens. You know, remember Tony Hawk 5? Uh, sure. But I, I think they're... Pro- I'm looking at more like the remake or, you know, the remaster of 1 and 2. And yeah. Like, I think that's going to push them to be like, we can do as well as that did. No, I, I that, that is definitely what it seems like. Like, they are doing what they need to do for a skate game because like i I think it's just one of those things where it's like if it's if it's well made if it plays well people will buy it yes and i am one of those people you will buy it regardless because even if it's bad i'll buy it and then you'll just i I want it to be good yeah Yeah, then i'll just get sad and i'll be like oh yay you got me again (laughs) (laughs) uh um, so yeah, I'm excited about most of these things. It's very cool. Is Skate probably the most excited, like anticipated EA game f- for you at this point? It's the only anticipated EA game for me at this point. Because like, oh, Mass Effect. I was gonna say, are you excited for a new Mass Effect? No. So I mean, I would like to be. Uh, for me, Dead Space. I cannot be excited about Mass Effect though. I'm not allowed to get excited mm-hmm. about it until until you see a trailer and then you're like, they did it. They're doing it. Yeah, but they're not going to do it. (laughs) We both fucking know. There's no way. Hey, it seems like they're doing Dead Space right, so maybe. Yeah, it does, but it also seems... Liara was in that fucking trailer. Oh my god, whatever. (laughs) How? It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, So yeah, EA hopefully delivers for me on Skate 4. I don't know. Yeah, it'll probably I bet it'll come out before Dragon Age. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, that's really funny. That game seems like it's never going to fucking come out. I'm just trying to think, like, obviously, if there's sports stuff, Dead Space. I can't even think of, like, anything else EA would be working on. No, I, do, I have no idea. Oh, well, I guess um, a new Star Wars Oh yeah, but I fall in order too, or whatever. Yeah, I always forget like respawn is EA because like they yeah it's because they do a good job. Yeah, they don't they like seem like the outliers of EA. 
Yeah. I bet they don't have like the EA pressure that everybody else does. That's probably true. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's it for the news. Good week. Yeah, actual uh, news this week. Yeah, actual news. That's that's cool. And like I'm excited about one of the things and like one of them just made me laugh, so that's, that's Yeah, that's so always that's good. always good. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Who do, I I also want to replicate the success of Fortnite. I don't know if you guys knew that. I would love to be as successful as Fortnite. I would is. be happy if we were a tenth of the success. Even I've less than a tenth. <laughs> I'll take man. Fortnite's big. I, I, a tenth, we could live comfortably the rest of our lives. Exactly. We don't need to be as big as Fortnite. Yeah, just that's a, a big. That's a big ask. So, like everybody listening, share it with like a million people, and we can get there. Exactly. Share this podcast. Time and patronage. Yes. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Thank you. (laughs) Smash that like button. Uh, Uh, But with that, we can get into what we have been playing. Matt, how is Resident Evil 4? So because the the electric went down and I didn't have to work or couldn't work the power, I just sat around playing video games and stuff at my uncle's house. So, nice. so I played like on a tiny 20 inch screen. Oh, yes. Uh, fancy. Uh, but I finished Resident Evil 4. Okay. And I, I enjoyed my time with it. Nice. Um, I definitely at the end of it can say that I liked it more than five. Yeah. Because um, if you remember that final boss in five, Wesker. It really killed it for you. Yeah, that really. Yeah. But when you spend like two hours fighting the same boss, it, it's going to do that to you. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, um, the like after the credits, there's like this weird scene between uh, Leon and I don't remember her name. Ada. Ada. No, no, not Ada. She, it was like the the woman he's been talking to, basically like Metal Gear style, uh, uh, where it's like the two people talking over the phone or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what, what is that called? Metal Gear Solid. The codex, yeah, like basically, like there are these like codex conversations, but like this woman, like all of a sudden doesn't have her glasses on. He's like, "You look sexy without your glasses. We should go on a date." And then she's just like, "No," and then it just ends. And you're like, "Oh, I don't know why that was in there, but okay, sure, okay, yeah." Uh, but yeah, Resident Evil Four. It was silly it was stupid and i was a big fan of just like the stupidity of like all the the, the stuff yeah um i finished mighty goose as well okay uh that just continued to be a a 2d shooter that took me maybe three hours to be less than three hours actually uh but because like i took my series x but i wasn't going to take like all my consoles because that would have just been really silly mm-hmm. i didn't get to play prince of persia much Damn it. Uh, so I only got about an hour of Prince of Persia. Oh. That game continues to be okay. Okay. And then in my infinite wisdom, Manny, oh. I left my Series X controller at my uncle's house. Oh. So then last night, or Wednesday night, I was like, now what am I going to do? So then I decided to play Bioshock on the PS4. Okay. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. I've never played yeah. Bioshock. It's because it's very good. Oh uh, yeah, it's like very immersive. I'm like, what is? Oh, that? it's very good. Bioshock One is a yes. fucking 
That's a good game. Yeah, I'm just, I like it. I'm just like the plot. I like the plot. I like the world. Uh, I know how it ends. Like I know that like plot. Oh well, yeah. End, that, like, that I feel like everybody does now. But like it's still like you're just like what is going on? Like what is this world under the the water? Like because like you just like your your plane crashes and then all of a sudden you're like I'm just gonna ride this elevator down this shaft, and then people start attacking you and like it has this like. It's not a horror game, but it definitely like it. You feel this tension. Yeah, it is uh, very tense and like things are creepy for sure. Yes. Like it is like they just got the tone so well done and just like it's so it's just very interesting. And I am definitely enjoying my my time with uh, Bioshock. Um, mm-hmm. I'm only as I said, I'm only a couple hours in because I played, uh, you know, Wednesday and then last night a little bit. So mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I will definitely continue to be playing Bioshock um, and then Prince of Persia. I'll keep chipping away at that. And then I, I this weekend I have to go get my controller. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I can use like an Xbox One controller, mm-hmm. but I kind of finished the two games I was playing on Xbox anyway. So it's like I'm not in any major rush to go get that controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really what I kind of played this week. Um, I It was weird because like, I went out of town Saturday and then it was Easter Sunday. So I didn't play at all like over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then Monday was hockey. And then like, so I was like, I don't think I'm going to play anything this week, basically. Uh, and then we lost power and I was able to finish two games. So, yeah. Uh, which it seems like you only played a little Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Before my life spiraled out of control by not having power and being ill. Uh, I played like five hours of Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. uh, last Friday and Saturday. Um, and so I beat episode one and two and I'm like a quarter of the way through episode three. Uh, I like it. It's it's interesting. Like it's very overwhelming, I think. And I still see people saying that episodes one, two and three are like way lower effort than everything else. Mm-hmm. Um because yeah, just the way the puzzles are spread out and stuff, like everything feels very straightforward in the these first three. Right. Um, and they do a lot of stuff that is like weird one-off things like pod racing and like when you do the final battle in episode one, you're like shooting like catapults at the droid armies and stuff. It's all fine. And they did really make the combat a lot better. The thing that I think is weird is like a lot of the more puzzly elements of previous Lego games are more relegated to the large um, hub areas in between things. Uh, and each each one has like three or four large hub areas. And in those hub areas, there are like side quests you can pick up. There are characters you can talk to and then do their quest and unlock them. There are like secret places to find, secret things to build, all this wild shit. And so like that's where you're doing most of the like puzzling, whereas a lot of the levels seem more like straightforwardy type of stuff um and so like i guess i don't have that much more to say about it because like it's a lego game but with a lot better combat the thing that i don't like is i i know that this is already played out and like people didn't like it when the lego game started talking i think it makes them way less funny mm. Um, because it's just one of those things where like before I feel like the jokes had to be a lot more creative because you have to both convey the plot of the thing and make fun of it with only like pantomiming and like no words, but when they can just say the line and then like not deliver it super well and then throw some weird offhand joke in there, it like, it's never really paced well or timed well. And so I just like never find myself being like, Oh, this is like really funny. 
Um, so I, I don't know if that's just the first parts, but like, yeah, I, the, the humor aspect of it has not been getting me like it did in the originals. Um, and that's just because it's really funny when Darth Vader is pointing at a picture of Anakin and Padme to show Luke, you know? Right. I like that a lot. Um, whereas yeah, this stuff, it's just, I don't find it to be as funny. Right. Um, so I don't know. I do think I will think that episode seven, eight, and nine are funny because I <laughs> episode nine especially is I can't wait for someone to make fun of it because sure. God it sucks. Um, I hope they just make fun of the ending. I heard they make Kylo shirtless ninety percent of the time, awesome. so that that that's a good joke in and of itself. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I do like the game, and I will finish it. It seems like each. Uh, each episode takes like two and a half, three hours, depending on how you go through it and how much you dick around with the open world areas. Uh, so yeah, I will do that. Um, I am leaving my current job for a new job. I, my last day at my current job is this coming Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will be off for a week before I start my new job. So I'll have a bunch of free time. Well, you don't now. I, now no, I won't no. have much free time. Nope, Cause we have a friend coming into town. He's going to make you do stuff. No, yeah. So I have to go. I, I will spend time with my girlfriend. He will be in town. Nukio will be in town. And then the day Nukio leaves, my other friend Kelvin will be in town. So I'm fucked, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried. I try. I tried to have a week to be like, oh, I could like maybe play something, but we'll see. I mean, th- this game is like I mind-numbingly easy, so I can just turn my brain off and go through it, sure. and it's a good enough time. So. Well, you cannot do that uh, yeah. with um, Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Yes. No. So. Here's a fun. I just want to just throw this in here. Update from this was actually over a week ago that I know I didn't notice until now. I guess the Callisto Protocol is pretty close to being finished, so that's exciting. Oh wow! Because <clears throat> that's that's from the same people who made uh, like the same guy who made Dead Space. So yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but with that, I guess we'll move into our part three. Yes, I took the time to make this list and it was tough. Uh, so what we're doing is we're doing a top 10 list of uh, st- for like Star Wars games. We were going to do it last week, but then we like basically went and saw Sonic and pushed this back a week. Uh, yeah. Now, Manny, you are a big Star Wars fan. Maybe not as big of a fan of like the most recent trilogy. Yes. But, like, especially the original trilogy, you are a huge fan. Yes. I am less of a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think episode three is really good, and I don't really care about the rest of them. Mm, uh, which that's rough. Bold, bold. I know. Um, I know. Uh, but with that, I did make a list of five Star Wars games I've played. Uh, okay. So I will be able to make a con- contribution to this list, hopefully. Uh, okay. Uh, so what is the, the first game you would like to nominate? Uh, I just want to preface this by saying... Listen, mm-hmm. Star Wars games are of all genres. There's they so are. many. There's racing, shooting, RPG, fucking RTS, so many. And not all of us played the same Star Wars games, so everybody can calm down. Right? I, uh, this is our list. We don't I know. Don't... I'm just I'm just listen, I'm just saying Star Wars fans mm-hmm. are bad. Uh, I I mean I how many Star Wars bad. fans do we have that listen to this podcast? Like I'm just like, like I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying. I don't know. Anyways, my number 10 is Star Wars The Clone Wars for GameCube. It was also for Xbox and PS2, but it is just the like, hey, this was a movie. 
Um, yeah. The Clone Wars? Yeah, just Star Wars The Clone Wars. It was the episode two game. The... Was this the one I didn't play it? But there was like the fighting game mode that no, that was episode three on PS2. Okay, okay. Uh, that game is not good. This one is weird because like the 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 only reason I put it on here is because the multiplayer mode me and my brother would play all the time. Mm. You would like take over. You would like drive the clone tanks and you would take over points on the map. And then once you took over the points, they would like build a factory and start like putting out more tanks for you. Mm. And so it was like kind of like a weird RTS mode. Oh, um, that was kind of fun. And there was another mode where you were uh, each a Jedi in the Coliseum on Geonosis. And then you would just cut a bunch of Geonosians with lightsabers from a top-down perspective until you died, and you would try to go as long as you could. Uh, while you're talking, I want to remind you there is a spreadsheet with that. Oh yes, I'm I'm coming to it. Yeah, <laughs> I just noticed you are not in it. Uh, Look, I was reminiscing yes, about yes. the sick the sick Clone Wars multiplayer, but the single player blew. Mm. So. Mm. That's, you know, I, that's all right, because my game, my first game I'm going to uh, uh, suggest to put on here is uh, Masters of Terracassi. Absolutely not. We <laughs> it's, cannot it's do that on the list. So it's going to Masters of Terracassi is one of the worst fighting games, period. Uh, let alone whether or not it's Star Wars. It made the list, so we'll have to cut okay. it eventually. So, OK, yeah, I can't believe that we're going to have to cut that. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, uh, Republic Commando. Uh, I'm not gonna write Star Wars because like that's what I said. I stopped writing Star Wars after the fourth time I wrote Star Wars on this list. <laughs> so, Republic Commando uh, is what I typed. Okay. Uh, the next one I want to nominate uh, is Connect Star Wars. Interesting. I never played that. I would have liked it. I'm sure it's a masterpiece. I've I've seen. It's a storytelling masterpiece in like almost every way. Yeah, I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's terrible. Yes, it looks bad. <laughs> I I've played maybe ten minutes of it, but that counts. It's on the list. That counts. Um, the Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. That is also on my list. Nice. I like that game. Uh. I could continue to just uh, not type in Star Wars, and we'll just have it say connect. You could do that. Mm-hmm. I there were there were only a couple where I was like, oh shit, it has to have yeah, Star yeah, Wars, yeah. otherwise it makes no sense. Um, the next one, uh, this is a legitimate one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer. Yes, uh, that is like I, this was on the N sixty four. I legitimately did like that game. Yes. Also, they re-released it recently mm-hmm. on like modern consoles, and apparently the port is actually really good. Yeah, I, I heard good things about it. Yeah, which is kind of crazy for that kind of like uh, remaster, re-release thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Lego Star Wars is the original, so this was only episodes one, two, and three at the time. I'm just gonna do one, three. Like you're just gonna type Lego. Yeah, yeah. Lego <laughs> one dash three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, technically, it would be four, five, six, but no, it was one, two, and three. Oh, really? That was the first yeah. Lego. Yeah. Oh, the, and then um, like the next Lego Star Wars was four, five, and six. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, and this is another one, like legit, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Uh, that's 
that the three that like legit i think forced unleashed uh the racer and jedi fallen order to have a legitimate chance of making this list uh yes uh, um um and then i had jedi knight 2 jedi outcast jedi knight 2 that's all one game yes jedi outcast Um, and then I had Rogue Squadron 3, Rebel Strike. Um, and then I had Star Wars Episode 1 Racer, which we already had. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. Is this an RTS? It is. That just sounds like a, an RTS. Oh, it's so fucking good, man. I love that game. It was one of the first games I played online. Hmm. Um, and then uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 and Knights of the Old Republic. I'm just going to write KOTOR 2. You can. KOTOR, KOTOR 2. And that's it? Yeah, that's 10. Okay. So, yeah, I guess we did have some... Uh, you had, had I Fallen Order? I, uh, yes. Uh, no, I didn't have Fallen Order. I had Force Unleashed in Star Wars Episode 1. Oh, wow. You didn't have Fallen Order? No. Wow. Okay. I so like I've played a lot of Star Wars games and like I I guess in like the grand scheme of things I don't know I, see like obviously I think Fallen Order is a better game than Star Wars the Clone Wars sure. but I I don't know I have like a lot of fondness for a lot of these games mm. especially like Lego Star Wars and stuff Okay fair enough Um so right off the bat uh I'll cut connect star wars and then i'll and masters of terrorist do you want to cut it yeah we gotta cut masters okay. of terrorist that game sucks ass manny has cut masters of terrorist so this list is now Ill- illegitimate but yeah that's on uh-huh. him uh so we are now down to 11 games okay so i in this case i would say because of what I said before, I would cut Clone Wars the in this. So you're gonna let me have know, Fallen yeah. Order? Yeah, I mean Fallen Order is good. I like Fallen Order. Yeah. So. And me replaying it that second time really gave me a deeper appreciation for that game. Yeah, and uh, like the Clone Wars, the actual campaign sucked. It was the multiplayer playing it a lot growing up that I liked about it. So uh, the one thing I will say is Jedi Fallen Order definitely came out uh, undercooked. That game needed yeah. more time, but. Uh, still, I think it. I think it belongs on this list. Yes. Uh, so we'll start. We'll just kind of do what we normally do. Uh, Jedi Knight to Jedi Outcast. Where are you thinking? Um, I would say middle. Okay. Uh, Kotor. I'm guessing high. High. Uh, Kotor two. High. Uh, Lego Star Wars. Mid. Uh, Republic Commando. Low. Uh, Rogue Squadron three. Uh, Re- uh, mid. Okay. Uh, racer, I'd be okay with mid. I would say high. Okay. That game's very good. It is. It's great. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. Um, I would say low. Uh, Even though it was higher on my list, I would say. I'm Jedi Fallen Order. I would say mid. Yeah, I would say mid. Uh, and then Force Unleashed. Uh, 
I would say mid as well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, people like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I really liked The Force Unleashed when it came out. You think? And I feel like I, people just hate it now. And I don't know why that is. You think the second one, like, kind of burnt people? Maybe. Like, I never even played the second one. I just know that, like, it was half-baked and, like, it seemed very unfinished and stuff. But I, I don't know. Like, that first one is just, like, a fun action game, I think. And it, like... Yeah, I don't know. Like the force powers felt really cool. The way you would like collect lightsaber colors and stuff. I don't, I just liked everything about that game. I don't know. Well, and I don't like how many how many games at that time were you able to play on the dark side? I mean, like I know obviously Kotor, you could kind of choose or whatever. Yeah, and it, it like it has one of the best abilities is in all of video games. Right. I think where in the first level you play as Darth Vader and you just like fucking tear through people you tear- in a way that is like crazy. But you also move at like. I have. Oh, you you move so slow, but I mean, he just feels so fucking strong, and I I don't know. That's really cool. And like, yeah, I I think the movement of Star Killer is like a pretty fast clip. I think the combat is like fine enough. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. That game is okay. People hate it now, though. I I am not one of those people. Uh, Yeah, I I enjoyed my time with that game. I also I feel like if this was a list of other people had made, they probably would have had star Wars bounty hunter on there, Mm. but I, I never actually played bounty hunter, even though I owned it. I only watched my brother play it. Um, you just like play as Django fat and it's like a third person shooter basically. Um, and it always looked really cool. I just never ended up playing it myself. So I just wanted to say that before we, you know, no, no, that's, that's fine. Uh, so, Nine and ten we have on the low end, which is Republic Commando and Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. I didn't play either of these games, so I'll let you kind of decide which one should go. Um, I will say, just because of personal preference, I would put Republic Commando at ten and Galactic Battlegrounds at nine. So for those who don't know, Republic Commando is literally just a first-person shooter where you play as a squad of clone troopers, and it is like at the time it was graphically insane i don't know how it was on consoles i played it on pc when it first came out and like it looked very good then um they re-released this recently too i don't know how that port was um but yeah you would like go into rooms and you would take cover and use your blasters and then you would get back the tanks for energy after each thing but it was um yeah i don't know i that game was awesome which i know like like the battlefront games especially like the first couple the non-ea ones like i think those were pretty popular as well yeah i i mean i really liked battlefront one and uh i played that on pc as well battlefront two i wasn't as into as a lot of other people because i i don't know like they added space battles and stuff and i thought that was really cool like getting into a star destroyer and like dismounting and then like taking objectives in there to take it over but maybe it was because i was at a certain age when that came out that i just wasn't playing it as much um but yeah and it also i think part of it was like it was on ps2 so it wasn't like i was like playing online with people usually or anything right so i don't know um so yeah republic commando i put a 10 and then star wars galactic battlegrounds like i said is one of the games that i first played online and it is just like it's literally just an rts but it's star wars Mm -hmm. and it actually had like a pretty good plot where it was like after episode three and you would like follow this Jedi named like master Enchu or some shit. And he would like was trying to fight back against the, you know, the bad guys. Right. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, okay, so now we have four, five, six, seven, and eight. So we have Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast, Lego Star Wars, uh, one episodes one to three, uh, Rogue Scott Squadron three, Rebel Strike, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and then the Force Unleashed. Um. <clears throat> So I would say eight is Fallen Order. Okay. Um, I don't know. Fallen Order is a good game. I this like I think there were a lot of good Star Wars games. So this isn't like you know, hey, this game's not good because it's at eight or whatever. I don't know. No, I, Fallen Order is good, and it's like it's got that Dark Souls ish combat. Um, I can't wait for the sequel to that game. I think it'll be really good. I'm hoping they get more time with it. I because like it had some great ideas and like, it was really fun just exploring those worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it felt like a video game first and a star Wars game second. Yes. Uh, so mm-hmm. I don't know like if that maybe hurts it on this list. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Cause like, it, I mean, it was just like a whole new character that really had nothing to do with star Wars. Yeah, but I mean, I like that yeah. in these things. Like, that's what I want from all these TV shows and stuff they're making that they refuse to do. Mm. Um, and like that, that's why I like a lot of these games on this list is because like outside of a couple of them, they are not about like the characters from the movies. Like they're just like, oh, hey, there's other stuff that happens in this world. Right. And, like, that's what I think is cool. Um, and then I would say the force unleashed next, which does go to that. I, the force unleashed is not, it doesn't count anymore though. Once Disney bought star Wars, um, cause that was originally how the plot of that game was star killer turns at the end and gives the death star plans to the rebels. Mm. And that's how the rebels ended up getting the plans. But now that's not the case. Um, cause when Disney bought them, they like got rid of all the, extra canon stuff um yeah well they did like one of the movies i thought like kind of went into that rogue one does yeah um but no i force unleashed is very cool like we talked about that before i it's a fun action game and like at the time it had a really high budget like lucas arts was allowed to do a lot of crazy stuff with that game and i think it's fun um the second one like i said i didn't play so that did not taint my impressions you know uh, uh number six though i would say lego star wars okay. and there are um, like nine of those so yeah that was one of the that was like one of the first lego games right. uh like in the modern sense of lego game like obviously lego island came out before that and there were some lego racing games well, but and like they were making before that they were they made like a bug's life and they made like other games similar to lego games even if they weren't lego games yeah, but this was like the first one and what like people think of when they think of modern Lego games. And I, yeah, I don't know. That game is really fun and you get a lot of unlockable characters or at the time what I thought was a lot of unlockable characters, which is like 40. Now I have 380 right. in the new game. Um, and yeah, even though it was only like the first few episodes, it uh, that game was a lot of fun and like playing it two player and trying to unlock all the secrets. Like I still have a 100% save of that game. Um it's very neat and you unlock the cheats and everything's really goofy and it's just, it's, it's fun. Um, and then I would say rogue squadron three rebel strike. Okay. Um, rogue squadron games are the fucking sickest shit. And I'm so mad that I don't own rogue squadron two or rogue squadron three. Uh, rogue squadron one was for the N64 two and three were for the GameCube. Uh, three. I vividly remember renting it 
and my the pressurization on my GameCube's analog stick broke, and I called my parents while they were at the store and told them to buy me another controller because I was I had to play more Rogue Squadron three. Did they get you a um, controller? They did. Okay, yes. Good. Good. Um, and no. So a lot of the, the Rogue Squadron games are basically like you are piloting um, various ships and. Uh, like ATSTs and stuff in the Star Wars universe. And sometimes they have to deal with missions that like took place in the movies, uh, but not always. So the one that people probably remember was from the original Rogue Squadron, which was the N64 one, because it was in the demo where you would use the speeder, the snow speeder to wrap the cables around the, uh, the ATSTs uh, legs. Hmm. Uh, until it fell down, um, and then you would shoot them until they blew up. Once they were down, I feel like that um, a number of Star Wars. Yeah, I think that was in all Rogue Squadron games, to be honest. Um, but that's the mission that most people probably remember from it. Um, but yeah, I mean, they have all kinds of stuff, and they're—I I don't know—I just like those games. And they Rogue Squadron like kind of spun off. There were a bunch of other games like it. Like there was Battle for Naboo on the N64, which was just the more not in space battles. Uh, Jedi Starfighter, things like that. There were a whole bunch of them. Um, but yeah, it's basically just like a ship dogfighting game, more or less. Uh, didn't uh, they just make a new one? Uh, yeah, Star Wars Squadrons, which I, I did not play, but it looks very cool. Is that something that you like, like, because of like the VR? Like, you're like, because like I heard good things about the VR of that game. Yeah, I bet that because it has a, like a first person like cockpit view. Right. Um, I think that is more just like traditional like dogfighting stuff and less of the like, hey, this is a weird Star Wars mission and you can pick between one of these like five ships or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's more just you either are in an X-Wing or in a TIE fighter and you right. just blast the shit out of each other, which is fun. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I, and yeah, then I'll say, go ahead. I was going to say like, here's we could keep doing it this way. What if we just kept the list, the one, two, three, four as is? Oh no, that is what I was going to say. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we're on the same page there. Because like, yes. I've never played Kotor one or two, but I'm not going to fight against it. No. Yeah. But I got to. I got to talk about. Oh, it. No. Like, it, I'll let you talk about it. I'm just saying to make this list. Like, uh, no. Yeah. That is what I would say for sure. Okay. The way it is. Um. So yeah. Then four, we have Jedi Knight two, Jedi Outcast. Mm-hmm. There is. There's a whole legacy of this shit. Um. Where like in Star Wars Dark Forces, they introduce this character Kyle Katarn. And in Jedi Knight 2 is when he becomes a Jedi. And this game is basically just a first person shooter until you get a lightsaber and then it becomes third person and you can learn all these wild force powers and shit. And there was and still may be a competitive multiplayer scene of Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. Okay. Um, And that game is fun as fuck. I have the GameCube version, which is pretty rare still, I believe. Um and probably like one of the worst versions to be honest. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like he was a stormtrooper, and then like he breaks free and becomes a Jedi and he like learns under Luke. God, fuck y'all. God, this game's so sick. Um, but yeah, the multiplayer is very fun and you can do all kinds of wild shit. And it was just one of those weird things to me where it was like, I, even though I don't always want it now back then, I was like, I gotta have a lightsaber. That's cool. It's a laser sword. Give me that shit. Um, and then when he finally got one, it was so cool. Um, but no, that game is very, very neat. And the character and story, the characters and story, I also like a lot. 
and then Star Wars Episode One Racer. Mm-hmm. This is pod racing. Oh yeah, um, that game's fucking sick. I don't know. It's just like a, a fast racing game, and it has all of the stupid characters from the and their pods that you can get. They have the you know all the dumb names: Sebulba, Mars, Guo, all the f- fucking weirdos. Um, and you would go through the stages, unlock more uh, more pods as you went, and you know I I don't know. It's a fucking fun racing game. When was the last I, time you played this? very long time ago. Yeah, me too i'm wondering if it holds up at all i don't know um i just i mean like it it did a good job of like capturing all the pod racing the way the pod racing was portrayed like you would like fuck up and then you could be like spinning on just like one engine mm-hmm. and then you would blow up and the it looked very good at the time as well even for being an n64 game um and yeah like i said like i said the this got re-released like yeah. fairly recently on modern consoles. And I, by all accounts, it's like a pretty good port. So I, from what I remember, this game had a great sense of speed, which is always oh, yes. an important thing with a racing game. It's not, yes. it's not necessarily where you need to be moving fast. You just need to feel like you're moving fast. So mm-hmm. and I remember it having a great sense of that. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, and like I'll always remember that first race because yeah. again, that was on the N sixty four demo cart uh, for Target, I believe, and like I would just play that first race fucking over and over again at Target. Um, and the yeah, it came with most N sixty fours, so mm. uh, a lot of people have that game. Yes, yes. So, um, and then Knights of the Old Republic two, uh, the lesser of the two Knights of the Old Republics, I think uh, not developed by Bioware, but developed by Obsidian based off of, you know, what Bioware had done with the first one. Um, And, you know, you can go read what happened with that game. It didn't go well because they were, Obsidian was kind of fucked over on it and they didn't really get to finish it fully. They had to cut a lot of stuff. So specifically the ending part of that game is rough as fuck. And then like you basically just like get a smash cut to the credits from the ending, which is like the most upsetting thing in the world after going through it and meeting all the cool characters and stuff. But um there are now versions of this game that are like complete because a lot of that stuff was like left in the game so i the steam version you can download it's probably the most popular mod to be honest that has all the cut content and like has restored some of the dialogue that was found and stuff like that so you can play completed versions of kotor 2 now i have not ever done that which i think would be cool but i also think they'd be hard to go back to like kotor in general what do you mean? Aren't they remaking it? Uh, I don't know if they're remaking it or what is happening. There's something with KOTOR coming out. No, they are. They're making Knights of the Old Republic, but I don't know what that means. Mm. What? Until they show me footage of it. What about that MMO? Why wasn't that on your list? Uh, I did not play the Old Republic mm. for more than like 20 minutes. Mm. Or Galaxies, for that matter, the other MMO. I, did you wait until it's free to play? I did wait until the Old Republic was free to play, yes. Is that still live? Mm, yeah, it's got to be. Huh. I don't know that they still make content for it, but um, I bet it's fine. People really liked it back then. Uh, it had like a cool branching story, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Knights of the Republic is a weird one because it's like one of those first times I really remember like, I don't know, like when I think of a Bioware game still in my brain, like Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 are what that is. Um, and it's just like a, 
you know, you can queue up actions from your characters in the weird bar and use their skills. And then after you can, you can have it be an active time or you can pause it and issue orders like that. If you want to be like more precise and then they play out. Um, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. Uh, but the older public, the MMO uh-huh. just had an expansion February 15th of this year. Nice. So it gets trucking along, I guess. That's pretty cool. I mean, EA pumped a fuckload of money into that game, so. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, they probably had to salvage something from it. So after our conversation about MMOs, that one's still kind of kicking in its own way as well. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, but I like, and then, you know, you you go around the ship and you talk to your people just like you would in Mass Effect, you know, like in, in most ways, Knights of the Old Republic is Mass Effect before Mass Effect. I was going to say, it's more the other way around. Mass Effect is, is their Star Wars because they didn't have the license anymore. Yeah, basically. Um, and like like I said, the second game, the, the why it's second on the list, even it's still a good game. But the you know the issues that it had with the content and the ending, did it feel? Um, it didn't feel very different to me. I mean, like as a kid, did you even know that it was different studios that made it? No, I would not have known that. So, like to you, it was just like, oh, I like the first one. I'll play the second one. Yeah. Um, and you know, choice is a big deal because the, you know, and just like all video games, it's either binary, good or bad. So it's easy to map that onto the light side and the dark side. Um, and you know, you could be a terrible person and make terrible choices and be on the dark side and get your red lightsaber and all that shit. Um, how do you think the, the first one holds up today? Um, well, my brother played it for the first time several years ago and it is, is, in his top 10 games of all time. Cause I've thought about just kind of buying it on the Xbox and then just giving it a try or whatever. I don't know. I bet it would be hard as fuck to go back to, but I, I love that game still. Uh, I, and I, I, I can't answer that honestly as someone who just loves that game. Sure. Um, uh, but like the, the, the first one, like I will just say, I, I will never forget the story of the original Knights of the old Republic. Like the, I, I I won't even talk about it just because I still think that the the way that game plays out is something that people should witness for themselves because I fucking love that story. Um, yeah, like the bad guy Malik. Oh my fucking god, so sick! And then you're the Jedi lady that you're with Bastila. Like it just oh, so is it a hard- HK forty seven the droid? Uh, is it like a difficult game where you're dying a lot or is it pretty easy to kind of just like cruise through? No, it's fine. And it's like an RPG. So you can like, you know, level up and do weird shit. Right. Um, I, you know, I can't recall in the second game, you could definitely like convince everyone or most people in your party other than the droid to become a Jedi. Okay. Uh, the first one was not like that. I think there were only, two or maybe three people that could be jedis mm, interesting slash sith but i guess i don't know it two definitely had more people that you could convince mm-hmm. if you did the right dialogue choices and i don't know i feel like that kind of took away from some of them in my opinion because it's like oh then you don't have like the fun like gun smuggler guy he's also just another force user or whatever um, oh, so you had party members like you do in Mass Effect, or yeah, you you have party members and they're just in their own area of the ship, like they are in Mass Effect, and um, but they have laser swords. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, 
See, I didn't really know what that game was. Like, I've heard so many people talk about it, but I've never really looked up any gameplay or anything. So. Yeah. Um. God, and I, I'm God. If that fucking new game that they're making is just like Knights of the Old Republic again, but with a huge modern like makeover in the way that Final Fantasy VII remake was, like, I will, it, I will die. I will become too excited to contain. So, like that's that's the only thing I want is footage and like if they show like Bastila and Malik I will just like I will die that's all I want there are very few times when I think like oh they're like making a new like thing and I just want it to be the exact same thing I just want it to be that game but if it was made now same plot same everything mm-hmm. give it to me please Because, yeah, otherwise I would probably still tell people like, hey, yes, you should play Knights of the Old Republic. But I just like I said, I have no idea how well it holds up to like modern. I bet like I bet the right way to play it is just buy the Steam version and then just download user mods that have probably updated it. Yeah, that have like made the graphics look better and stuff like that. Um, I bet that I bet that's how your brother played it. uh, Most likely, yeah. So. I don't know. I love that game. And it is the correct best Star Wars answer. I I feel like most people would agree with that. I would hope so, because it's the best Star Wars game. Hands down, I think. Uh, and I, yeah, like, I mean, even outside of it being a Star Wars game, like it just I, I think it's a good game and I, th- I think it does good stuff. And it, it on the other side where it is a star Wars game, it is so far before the movies or any of that stuff that it like, it doesn't have to worry about like, Oh my God, it's Yoda's cameo appearance. You know what I mean? Like it just, it can be fucking anybody. You can make up anything. It doesn't matter. Like just fucking go buck wild with it. And that, that's what I like about a lot of these star Wars games and things like that is I just, I like, I don't know. I like cool stories in your cool world. Just like, let me have that. Um, so I don't know. It works out. And like, obviously Knights of the Republic two tied into the first one in some ways and stuff, but you know, I don't know. Right. But that's fine. You've already created that world. It's not like you're just like trying to be like, can we get Luke Skywalker in here? <laughs> Which I mean, like to be fair, Jedi outcast does do that literally, but it also like goes more into like the books part of it where he's like, you know, He's with his wife and whatever. We don't need to get into that. Are you sure we don't need to get into that? I am positive. Uh, also, his wife is also in um, Galactic Battlegrounds. Hmm. Mara Jade. Anyways. Boy, the books were cool, huh? Sure. Look. Mara Jade Skywalker. Ugh. Anyways. Star Wars used to be cool. That's my take. Uh, it, it still is. Like, if you just think... Mm-hmm new stuff you can still you can still tell yourself star wars is cool and not like the new stuff that is true no i i star i i don't know star wars has burned me i feel i guess i should just watch the clone wars tv show and be reborn again as a star wars fan or you could watch episode one and just like then burn, burn the world to the ground no, I still think about episode two all the time where it's like boring. No, how Anakin 
is so bad in that movie. Never before on screen have two actors in Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman had less chemistry. Mm. And I'm supposed to believe they're falling in love. I, see, now I, I have to watch that. And then I have to watch. Um, oh, God. How did the Matrix? Mm. <laughs> because you can't dis- dispute dispute that one either. No, I but I just oh my god, man! I, Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman in Sars episode two. It's like it's excruciating. It's like it's someone who would never experience love before was directing. That's true. It's fucking crazy. But can I make a counter argument? Uh huh. Uh, Ewan McGregor is in. I know Ian McGregor's so good. I'm so glad that he is Obi Wan in the show because I just I love Ian McGregor. Ian McGregor basically makes the first trilogy watchable. They're like that. I guess like whatever the first trilogy, the second it's all confusing. But like the first three movies or whatever you want to call it, like Episode One, two, yeah. Three, Ian McGregor makes those three movies watchable. I I stand by that. Um. Yes. Also, I'm Samuel sure Jackson. I love Samuel Jackson. He was wronged. Pel fucking Palpatine. Uh, he put too much trust into Palpatine. He... I did well, then then he put too much trust into Anakin. Fucking Anakin. See, this is all this fucking. And I can't believe they're bringing Hayden Christensen back for the fucking Obi Wan show. Like, why, man? anyways <laughs> we have to not talk about that anymore ever again yeah but how do you feel about sand <sighs> i forgot to say that that scene in lego star wars i was like how are they gonna do this uh-uh. and it was it was much less fucked up than i thought it would be he just like goes into the sand people's house and then they kind of had like a weird like three stooges-esque like they're filing out of the house like with their hands falling off and shit and putting them back on uh and then he did not go back and say i killed them all or whatever the fuck he says <sighs> i killed every last one of them oh my fucking god they move. <laughs> ah! um anyways there are some fun parts of episode two though sure like when uh, Kit Fisto sees three C-3PO's head on the droid's body and then he like smiles weird at him and pushes force pushes him down. I like that part because I like Kit Fisto because the only two times he's in the fucking movies are when he does that and when he immediately gets annihilated by Palpatine in episode three. What the fuck? My boy deserves more than this. We were robbed. Anyways. Also, oh my god, now I'm just going to get upset about Star Wars. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Fucking originally, spoilers for people who care about the Mandalorian. They the they Yoda show? The what? The Baby Yoda show? Yeah, the Baby Yoda show. At the end of season 2, Luke comes, okay? And in the script, they were so secretive that they didn't write that it was Luke and they wrote that it was Jedi Master Plo Koon instead. Do you know how much more I would have rathered a Plo Koon cameo than fucking Luke Skywalker's CG dumbass? I would, I, oh my God, my take right now would be different. I'll tell you that. I would be feeling much different. Anyways. 
We need to stop the, talking about Star Wars. The Ahsoka, the Ahsoka show will probably be pretty good, though. I'll take it. Uh, the good news is you've worked yourself up so much that you sound less sick now. I know. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad we talked about Star Wars. So Thank you. Yes, me too. Maybe you need to talk about Star Wars more often when you're sick. I tried not to, especially after episode nine. I tried, tried not to. Other than about Babu Frick. Hey, hey. I don't even know what that is. so stupid. He's a little tiny guy. Mm. And he goes, hey, hey. And that's all you need to know. Okay. Was he in seven? Nope. He was only in nine. Okay. That's why I've never heard of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can play as him in Lego Star Wars. Oh. Cool. Skywalker Saga. Well, I'd hope, like, they must have, like, every character that's ever made in appearance uh, in appearance pretty much uh especially when i looked up can you play as babu frick and the answer surprisingly was yes and i said w- w- excuse me you guys took the time to make that i guess he was a pretty prominent figure he was on screen several times um but yeah I, that's all i got i like star wars video games i hope they keep making more of them uh they stopped making them for after EA got like the <laughs> exclusive license. EA strategy was to just not. Make oh, you mean after they tanked it with Battlefront? Uh, yeah. Specifically Battlefront 2. Well, yeah. And then like their other weird game that was in like development purgatory. And then they like rebooted it and canceled it like eight times. Yeah. Isn't Amy working on a Star Wars? She is. Yes. Okay. It will be a narrative Star Wars adventure. Hopefully it'll just be Uncharted at Star Wars. That is what I hope. I hope it's just about a bounty hunter. And I hope it's fun. If she... And I hope you have good ship chase sequences. I feel bad for her. She really hasn't done anything in like 10 years now. No, that all gets canceled. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It just keeps getting canceled and moved around. <sighs> yeah, maybe it's not her fault. Maybe it's Star Wars probably working with like a license rather than your own property not helping no yeah but i mean like i think it has been proved now with fallen order the uk can be done yeah so um but yeah i mean that's all i got i think yeah i don't have any much else to add i was just listening to you complain about star wars okay great Mm -hmm. Um, and with that, that'll do it for us this week. As always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. Um, and we will be back next week. Peace out. Peace out.